When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Thrivehood Podcast is a relevant life roadmap for boys and young men who want to thrive as they mature into manhood. I'll be your host, Tim Williams, and welcome to Thrivehood. Kids nowadays, I tell you, they ain't worth squat. Hey, just a bunch of reckless, just great googly moogly. I'm telling you, look right there, look right there. Hey, in my yard. Hey, you kids, get out of my yard. Hey, these kids, no good kids. I never give any effort, never work hard a day in their dad gum life like I did. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm sorry. Sometimes I I get bored with just starting off the same way with every episode. And so I was just trying to just a little tongue in cheek there with today's lesson. And what's crazy, I'll probably sound like that in about 20 20 years. So, hey, welcome into Thrivehood. Leave me reviews, thrivehoodpodcast.com. Tell your friends. I'm all over social media. And... Let's move forward. So I had a conversation recently with a young boy and and he said something interesting. He said, well, you know, if I don't see like there's anything wrong with getting by here and there, you know, why do you always have to give your best effort? And, you know, of course, I had to keep my mouth shut because I I wanted to uh, maybe say a few things about that. But nevertheless... Uh, gave me an idea, and I thought to myself, we need to talk about why it's important to give our best efforts. And so I want to talk about that today. Now, here's the high level and the obvious, right? But I want to dive into it. You give your best because it will produce the best. Duh, right? It, it just will. We know that. Whenever we do the right thing, we do the best that we can results will follow, sometimes quicker than other times, sometimes in different ways than others. But it is a absolute fact that when we give our best effort, put our best foot forward, strive to be everything we can be is, you know, sort of sounding like a motivational speaker. But anyway, there is truth to that. The first thing is people are watching. People are always watching. They really are. You may not think they are, but they are. And when people are watching, they're grading you. And even though they don't mean to, they are. 
and especially you young guys, 12, 13, 14 years old, and as you're moving into teenage years, your parents, adults, they are watching because they want to see what the future holds for them, right? As they're growing older, you guys are coming up and taking their place. Hey, well, what does the future generation look like? Is this is our world going to be in a big hot mess or or do we have a future here with this generation coming up? They're watching. And then you're developing an identity by saying, I'm the real deal, baby. I'm the real deal. This is the one and only, right? This is the one and only Uncle Tim right here, baby. Yes, I'm putting forth the effort. When somebody wants to talk to me or we have a conversation or somebody's watching me, I can be the real guy. I'm the real person because I know I'm not sloughing off. I can be, and here's where I'm getting at, I can believe in myself. I'm happy with who I am. I'm not hiding anything. I'm not behind any, you know, I'm not any smoke and mirrors going on here. I am truly who I am. And here is another big one that I, I don't think, especially in the sports world, that a lot of young men understand. You become a hero to the younger generation, especially how many times I know that I've heard kids talking about their heroes there, especially in sports, whether it's football or baseball or hockey or soccer or whatever, rugby, whatever the case may be, lacrosse, tennis, I don't know, the Olympics. We just had the Olympics. There are all kinds of sports heroes. And it has saddened me as of late that I I hear on a regular occasion, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hero. These, these guys don't need to be looking at me like a hero. I'm just a regular dude. Well, guess what, buddy? You don't get to decide that. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell somebody else that they can't look up to you. If That's because that's their choice. That's these kids' choices, right? And think about if, if these young men that are portraying, you know, to these young people, whether, whether they deserve it or not, it's, it's irrelevant, right? It, it's that they're still in that position of being a hero, of being someone special, of being someone that's important to these young kids. They have an obligation, they do. Hey, hey, if you don't, and the way I see that is if you don't want that ob- responsibility and you don't want to have that obligation, then don't be a sports hero. Okay, right? Go do another profession. But in me, and this is just me, for me personally, I think that giving your best effort also puts you in a category where you can be influential. And that's really where I want to get to with this other thought as far as being heroes. You can influence. You can have an impact because people know that you're the real deal. Okay, what else? You are able to give benefits. Uh, I probably didn't really say that right. But those, let me say it this way, but those that benefit from you when you truly are consistent in giving your best effort, it isn't just you. It's your family. It's your friends. It's the company you work for. It's the schoolwork that you do. It's the teachers that you interact with, right? It's the coaches that you deal with. Later in life, it'll be your wife and your kids and ultimately future generations. This isn't all about you, right? You're impacting others. Well, how does that impact me, other people? Well, first of all, especially with parents or guardians or whoever's raising you, you're less of a headache. <laughs> it's quite simply, they become proud of you. They are, they're happy and proud to be your parents or your guardians. 
Okay, I think that's a value. I think that's important. I think that means something to you. You may not think so, but I think it does. Or you may not even, eh, I don't care what they think. Eh, I disagree. I think you do. That does mean something to you. Uh, you may not realize that till later in life. But right now, having the approval of parents does mean something. All right. You're also in a position of helping others emotionally, psychologically, and mentally. Well, what do you mean by that, Tim? If you are a doer, if you are a guy that is giving his best effort every time, there is an opportunity that you can encourage others. It's as simple as that. You see somebody that's fallen you know, by the wayside, you can pick them up. You can encourage them. You see somebody that's struggling in the area. You see somebody that's dealing with you know, just maybe depression or anxiety or stress, and you can come along and you can say, we can work through this, we can get through that. Giving your best effort begins to put a, it becomes a mantra, it becomes part of who you are, and you can easily share that gift with others and help others as well. I believe it's also beneficial for you in a number of areas, financial, you know, emotional, mentally, physically, relationally, because you are putting forth the best effort in one area. If you begin to do that in all the other areas of your life, it's going to come back to you. It's as simple as that. I would also say giving your best effort stretches you. It forces you to go past your fears, your limitations, anything that you place on yourself that won't allow you to move forward. It allows you to overcome fears. This is an interesting fact. When babies are born, there are only two things that they're afraid of. Loud noises and the fear of falling. Think about that for a second. So whatever fears you have right now, those are self-learned. Those are things that you've brought into your life. You've decided that those things are things that you're going to be afraid of. Well, why is that? Peer pressure, giving yourself over to that, whatever the case may be, right? Now, there's some sensible things, you know, walking on a, on a you know, a three-foot ledge, 1,500 feet up in the air, you know, you wouldn't be afraid of that. Well, yeah, there's, there's some healthy fear. But we're talking more about, as it relates to giving your effort, to being afraid of taking on a new job or taking on a new task or, or, you know, stepping up and, you know, going to one of the clubs at school or being a president of one of the clubs at school, something, anything like that, where you might be pulling back, man, push forward, push forward. The more you apply these disciplines, the better you get at it. And you're going to prepare yourself for the future and be able to manage it much better. Until next time, my friends. Stay strong.